let's get into verse 4 now in the, the little book of Jude. To lay a little foundation from verse 3, the true saints of God are called by Jude, inspired by the Holy Spirit, speaking to those who share this common salvation, this common salvation that we have. He's on a mission. It is an urgent. It is a mission that is urgent above everything else, anything else that he could do at this point in time. And that mission is to is to uh, write to the saints and to uh, encourage to call them, seriously call them, and bring them into this job of contending or struggling earnestly to really, this is a fight, get in the fight, struggle earnestly for the faith having been delivered once for all to the saints. All right, so something is threatening the faith. This is the early church. This is back in the first century. And what he's going to address is something that faces every church in every age, including the 21st century. And churches have had to deal with this since the beginning of the church. And sadly, <laughs> the battleground is in the church here. It's not outside the church. The battleground is, is, is in the church. So he says, for certain men, certain men came in um, with stealth. You're a lot about the stealth bomber. It can't be detected on radar and it's sort of invisible. So these came in secretly. Another another way the 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 word comes from uh duo, which uh speaks of settling in alongside and it's something that's sort of secret, silent, unknown. So here comes here comes certain men. Now he designates them as certain men, and in the word uh certain in the word certain he more or less separates them from those who are, quote, in the faith, uh, those who are in Christ Jesus. So these have come in and have presented themselves as, uh, as worthy to belong uh, to the general body of Christ there, especially in the local church. Certain men came in, like came in the side door silently or secretly. They snuck in here somehow and the the uh, the implication is that they have been accepted as brothers and sisters in Christ uh, and that uh, the early Christians weren't on guard like they should have been. This is probably the reason the Holy Spirit gets Jude to write this book, be on guard, watch out, know what the faith is, and then struggle, struggle, fight for that faith. Contend earnestly for the faith. What faith? The faith that has been delivered once for all to the saints. Okay? So we're learning here then that some have come in by the side door secretly, and they have something else on their minds. So he he further describes these people. He says, uh, those long ago, having been designated into this judgment or into this condemnation 
Boy, that's a heavy, that's a heavy thought. Uh, long ago, having been designated unto this condemnation. Now, I will say this. Later, a little later down here in the book of Jude, he's going to give us three examples from the Old Testament, and we're going to see that those three examples are, are people who otherwise would have been considered as as people who belonged with the people of God or whatever. But uh, but what they did and what they brought to the table, so to speak, showed that they were not of the faith. They, they were something else. They came in and they looked good, and they expected to be part of everything uh, that the Lord's people were part of, but there was something there that proved that they were not of the faith. We'll get to that several verses down, but here... He says that such people have been designated to this condemnation. Their end is already known, and it's already known that what they do is in a designated area that is something that the church recognizes as false. It's false teaching. It's false doctrine, false counterfeit Christianity. And this is something the people of God, as I said, have dealt with ever since there were people of God, even back through the Old Testament. But, uh, but this is something that we can, we can identify and we can uh, deal with it. This is why uh, Jude is, is giving us the letter. Having been designated into this judgment, this condemnation, uh, un, ungodly ones, un, the ungodly, he calls them the ungodly uh, I suppose the, the the Greek word means impious. They they're not reverent. They don't have any reverence. There's they're different. They don't they don't have the reverence. Uh, they don't they don't have the sacredness. The they don't they don't have the holiness in their lives. They're ungodly. They're wicked. They're ungodly. Uh, lack of their people with uh, with no reverence, so have a lack of, of of reverence, and they fail. Here's the big deal, though. See, but if they're if they're unrighteous, they fail. They fail to honor that which is sacred, that which is sacred to us as Christians that we have been taught in the New Testament, and that we follow zealously, and that we are called here to contend for zealously, to struggle for. Uh, with all of our might, with all of our hearts. Now, what is it they do? Here it is in the next phrase of uh, of this verse four. Uh, let's see, changing the grace of our God into sensuality. Changing the grace of our God. Um transposing the grace of our God, uh, going over, away from the grace of God to something else, to transfer out of it and into something else, okay? So it has something to do with our common salvation and of our faith, which is by grace, and we know that. And if it's by grace, it's never by works, uh, it's it's never by any kind of behavior or rituals or anything else. It is only by the grace of God. Okay, so these these are changing the grace of our God into. Um, let's see, what is it? How how can you? 
it's it's like a lawless that changed the grace of our God into licentiousness, I guess is another way, and uh, into outrageous conduct, uh, a conduct that rejects restraint and uh, and indulges in um, in wanton in, in licentiousness. It brings into something that is foreign to the church. And it is introduced by these who just have slipped in by the side door, and there they are, and they're going after something that has nothing to do with grace. So they change the grace of our God into uh, uh, the into sensuality and the and denying the only ma- our only Master and Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, they have come in and presented a doctrine that denies grace, salvation by grace. So it has to include some kind of ritual or some kind of behavior or some kind of action. That's the first thing we see. And then uh, they try to change the grace of God into that. And then they deny the only, our only master and Lord, Jesus Christ, uh, to deny that word, uh, to say no to the truth of who Christ is, to, refu- to refuse to affirm that Jesus Christ is Lord and Master. That would have to do with the deity of Christ. So early in the church, let me, let me come in for a landing here on this one, and we may look at it a little bit more closely next time. But these come in by the side door. They attack the doctrine of grace, the doctrine of sovereign grace. And part of what they do, obviously, is substitute sensuality. Now, that would be some sort of base human behavior uh, in the place of grace. This is something that you should do. This is something that's good. This is something we we should see coming from people in this congregation, in this assembly. And then deny the deity of Christ. Our only Master and Lord, Jesus Christ. In closing on this part, let me just say, Jude started out calling himself a slave of Jesus Christ. Here the word Master is used. Our only Master and Lord. So if he's our Master, we're his slave. It's his will that we perform. And if he is our Lord, that speaks of his deity and his absolute sovereign will uh, to be to be followed and obeyed. So then... It has to do with works salvation. It has to do with denying the lordship and deity of Christ in our lives to say no to the deity of Christ. He's not what the church preaches. He's something else, and we'll accept that. Well, that that begins to fill in a little bit of the puzzle that uh, Jude is talking about and what we need to be earnestly looking for and struggling against as Christians. For now, we'll stop it. That's the end of that uh, verse. So we'll stop it there, and God willing, we'll pick it up next time. Thank you for watching this. Mm -hmm.